bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Test Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Karen. And we have another review for you today. Of course, Spoiled Movie Reviews are for people who've seen the movie, don't ever plan on seeing the movie, or don't care about us spoiling, because we spoiled the movie. Today's movie is Wrath of Man. Uh, the Jason Statham flick, okay? Uh, the movie stars jason statham uh josh hartnett um scott eastwood um uh, andy garcia laz alonzo um and it is directed by guy ritchie who did lock stock and two smoking barrels and a bunch of other mm. cool movies okay. um um he did snatch um uh the sherlock holmes that i like um so he's it's done a lot of a lot of movies that i've like rock and roller which slept on um so uh let's get into the plot for this film then we'll talk about we'll start reviewing it talk about what we like what we didn't like and score from zero to five uh mysterious and wild-eyed a new security guard for a cash truck surprises his co-workers when he unleashes precision skills during a heist the crew is left wondering who he is and where he came from soon the marksman's ultimate motive becomes clear as he takes dramatic and irrevocable steps to settle the score um and cash truck is basically an armored car uh all right karen give me something you liked about this film i love the action the action in this movie was very very good h played by uh jason statham when uh he actually is working like the armored car and he comes out when uh the truck is getting robbed and just starts shooting people in the head i was like oh this is what kind of movie we oh all headshots i was like let's go and so i absolutely love the action and the and the and the and the violence was so brutal that you was like i'm all in if you like i I like action and violence this is the movie for you yeah this is an impossible white man movie to the fullest uh jason statham has quite a career doing these Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah he is perfectly cast uh for it and perfectly acted um like it's so much that i didn't even mind the uh whatever that rapper's name something malone (laughs) post malone (laughs) yes he came out of nowhere i was like hey like i didn't get in here i didn't even care you can hear post malone here this is gonna lead to my to what i liked about it get there in a second This guy's fucking around. He's throwing bags on the floor. God fucking damn it. Now listen up, fuck boy. I said throw the money in the fucking flatbed. Try to get clever again, and old boy is getting a face full of shit. Come in fucking shit. Just do what he says. This is fucking serious. 
next time you fuck so the thing i want to point out that i like the music yes they had such a great score and specifically jason statham's character h and the theme for h because it was almost like the same like kind of like intense drums and this sound and it was just like so cool because there's many times where it enters into an action sequence yeah and jason statham like is hopping out of something with that theme playing and you just know a lot of people are about to get dead and i think he delivered as as the vibe of the film that was the thing that delivered the most for me and even though this film is clearly ridiculous it never crosses into me just being like oh this is so ridiculous it's taking me out of it i'm like oh no this is badass and i want to see him do these things yes for me my next one the time it was actually it was jam-packed mm-hmm. in a short period of time how long i mean even if it was for the hour and a half hour 45 it was a, it was almost two hours and that's what i'm saying like like it was mm-hmm. so much shit in there that it didn't feel long like i think it's because and i'll add on to the, you said the time i'll say the plot it actually worked because as as much as i kind of like saw some of this coming obviously i mean you know something's like they never play you like you're stupid like they're like you know something's up with this guy we're gonna tell you eventually but it was the way they revealed those things throughout the plot that show you like tracing the steps back to like why is this guy doing this job why he's clearly a fucking badass why did he barely pass the admissions test with just you know like stuff like that where you notice it and then um you know when you see how deadly he is and all that stuff they clearly were setting it up and i love the way they went back and told the story because i you know um and this is one of the things guy Ritchie is really good at but he normally doesn't do it um this smoothly and subtly sometimes i say subtle it's funny to say subtle in this movie but he does it so ah. smooth and subtly and with such confidence of telling you this story and being like like parts of my brain were like why is he doing this they haven't really shown us why and then they'll show us something later and you go oh they know they haven't shown us why they're actually gonna show us why just they're showing it out of order on purpose Mm -hmm. um but but yeah so that was mine i was just piggybacking on yours okay and the the, also is without action this movie actually had heart Mm -hmm. because i had a lot of compassion like like you say once they filled in the blank you was like oh they killed his son mm-hmm. and he was like oh word mm-hmm. whatever it takes to kill you because you took something from me that i cared about very very dearly now, action movies are like that a lot of times it's so funny i was <clears throat> when i was watching this i kept thinking in the back of my head about movies in general i've been thinking this for a while it's so funny what motivations count as in movies as things you don't really have to explain what the person is doing after you say this right right and so one of those motivations two of them are here one of them is he's a father mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of like it, it could be a movie where a person finds out their father after not being a father for 30 years and it's like you're my dad and it's like that person will now kill to protect this child they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. and <laughs> the other thing is revenge vengeance like you kill somebody in cold blood this man is now allowed to kill 75 people Woo, he was going through a city tear like you can kill 75 people's sons because your son got killed and movie justice violence 
make it like that equation equals one to one this okay you killed all them people but guess what they shouldn't have killed your son even the ones that had nothing to do with it even the ones that you you mistaken so uh i thought that i thought that was funny but uh a thing that worked for me was finding out he was the boss of this criminal organization and how deep it went yeah um and all that backstory was so interesting you almost kind of want to go and see like stories about their gang and mm-hmm. other heist and operations they must have run because he's like a weird kind of principled gangster until yes. somebody kills his son and then it seemed like he was like kill everybody i want my vengeance yes because they was shocked that he showed up it was like this nigga all he did was rob banks like uh, we don't even understand it's like he's been in hiding like we haven't heard anything from him he just pops up out of nowhere and everybody gets suspicious going the fuck is this dude doing here and then you're like oh this is why this dude is here because of these things uh that have been happening and also yes i would love like i said background and details and to see how he ended up getting in contact i don't know if that was a senator or whoever that dude was and the politician like their relationship and and things like that because they could never do a, a sequel but they probably could do a prequel if they wanted i'm not saying they should but right that that's the way this movie ends like there's no need to revisit this world mm. to like what else happened like it's more like what happened first if if anything i don't even think they really need to do that right um anything else for positive oh it's my turn mm-hmm. oh um hope mc uh hope mick kalani i think mick kalani mm-hmm as bullet was so good yes because he plays like the kind of hardened older superior at the armored car company the driver that you know is taking h under his wing and he's like a kind of like a guidance figure for everybody there elder statesman and eventually ends up being probably the most just duplicitous bastard in this whole movie come on he (laughs) he was like he was fucking people up because he ended up being like a bad guy and he mm-hmm. would basically because everybody reported to him mm-hmm. so he was they was like we need your help he was like uh yeah i don't have a gun and he just turned around and just started blasting everybody yeah, oh, he was like, yeah he was like a, a old school scoundrel just like one of those people in a movie where you like this character you can't come back from playing this character in this movie like there's no redemption for him other than death so yeah he and he played the shit out of that role i hated every minute of him uh once he turned on everybody and you realize he's in on it yes and uh something else i i liked uh the character uh this uh was uh i think uh it's called they called him boy sweat dave uh-huh uh, a reason why I like this character is because it was kind of funny because this that particular character was like he really didn't know the truth of what was happening but at the same time when H uh, showed up he was kind of busting his balls and H actually responded like like he mm-hmm. would to his boys then realized that he was kind of out of line and it was one of those things uh, when they well H was trying to fit in that's what that scene was about they were busting his balls and of course we know at the end like h could have fucked all of them up and be like don't talk to me like that right i mean he was a boss of a gang but he started to say something and then was like no let me just it's better that i just fit in look like i'm uh, just some joe blow new guy 
than you know hold my own that's what that scene was about okay but i did like that character mostly because he had to overcome his own like cowardice because you know it's josh hartnett and you kind of expect him to play like a badass but he was like let's get the fuck out of here all the time follow the rules he gets shot with a shotgun at the end fight you think he's gonna like go home and he goes and tries to save everybody so you know i think he ends up dying but it was very much like a like a oh okay he's playing like a, a a a guy he's just playing a guy yes and also the thing is uh because he had been doing the job longer than h so he was basically you know i'm hard and you ain't never been out here in these streets and then when shit got real he like buckled i was like oh you were just talking that shit because you ain't never really experienced this mm-hmm. And also the thing with H, which kind of set alarms off for Holt, for Holt and um, for Bullet and Dave, was they was like, this cool, this dude, he's too cool. He's walking around like n- none of the shit that's happening is phasing him. And uh, his boss was like, uh, yeah, you're a psychopath, and we need to get you like, yeah. like, uh, help. And the the top boss was like, mm, he's good for the company yeah another thing that worked for me was the special effects with like the explosions car chases uh even the way they put together the like heist and the way it was supposed to work and all that stuff um it was pretty cool you know i thought uh the even though like bad guys once you get to that group of like ex-military people that feel like you know they love the thrill and the action and that's why they're doing these this heist for these billions of dollars and shit like i thought that was like uh pretty well done um and you know the heist kind of reminded me of dark knight where Mm. it was just like everybody was just killing some like it was like betrayal 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 it was like well the money pile is getting higher and higher because ain't gonna be too many people to split this shit most most of y'all are not going to make it yeah anything else for likes um i think that's it all right what about dislikes uh the only thing well not the only thing uh one thing i kind of dislike i enjoyed like i said i enjoyed uh scott eastwood that Mm -hmm. played jan i enjoyed him but it was almost like you could pin him out immediately like oh something wrong with him and he's not gonna be a good person Mm -hmm. almost immediately and i wish they would have made it where i could kind of guess that he was going to end up you know just turning on everybody because he was doing like just the shit he was told jackson that was that was kind of their mm-hmm. their leader everything that jackson was like hey that's not smart he was like fuck it i'm gonna do what i want i was like oh he's gonna be a fucking problem yeah that is one thing about the one thing that's definitely a thing about this movie it's an impossible white man movie it's not trying to intrigue you it's not trying okay. to surprise you <laughs> there's right. there's literally no twist Mm-mm. that you don't see coming right. even i even like knew his son got killed like uh, the second they showed his son because oh. I, I was listening during the first heist where it was like the dude started shooting people and then you hear uh, there's two cops get shot but then you hear a whole lot of extra bullets and i was like damn did he shoot up like a whole bunch of people or something and then as soon as they show jason statham's son i'm like oh that's what happened and so um and then the scar on scott eastwood's face was very distinctive so they'll be like he would never forget this face and he'll know when it's time to kill him and even the heist the way that scott eastwood betrayed everybody i was like 
because scott Eastwood was not the leader of the crew mm-hmm. and i kept thinking like how are they going to make it so jason statham gets to kill him because the movie's not over until jason statham p- specifically kills him right it can't be one of his fellow criminals mm-hmm. it can't be one of the uh one of the the, the armored car people, people. Right. it has to be jason statham and the way they did it you know it's like like i said i can see it coming from a mile away but i don't think that's the point in the movie but i definitely feel you on that uh a thing i would add is this movie is ridiculous do not come in this movie expecting anything close to reality Mm -mm. anything close to make sense nope this motherfucker commits multiple murders on the job is back on the job in no time um i mean it, there must be protocol for if you fucking ah. in if, if like his boss was trying to follow this like look nigga you need to go we need to put you on desk duty that was like nah and you broke every rule of engagement like there's no company that tells you get out the car with the money and just start shooting motherfuckers and stuff that he was doing in this movie not to mention in this movie armor cars apparently get fucking robbed every day like that doesn't like that the same company sense. everything it doesn't make any sense this company the only company in town right their insurance would be sky high it's like it felt like some my hero academia type shit where it's like yes in this world you know everyone's a criminal everyone's a armored car driver like <laughs> so so like you know it was just so weird <laughs> to to do that and the characters around him have to be so stupid in order to not put two and two together it's right. like no one can figure out where he came from or what he's up to but we will hire him and give him a job and every day he's out there killing people we just gonna keep uh being happy that he works here and shit so um yeah that kind of stuff was like it is it's a ridiculous movie that they don't even try to disguise as like this plausible in any way like cops never truly involved there's there's just a whole other part of this movie where his gang kills like 50 people and Mm -hmm. cop one doesn't show up like no like there's no investigation like even if you are like he got revenge for his son there's this other 50 people his organization killed that there's no even investigation into they don't have to look out be careful nothing like they mm-hmm. and and this isn't like they're covering their tracks because they kill all the witnesses they're like leaving people alive like give the women the money and leave and yes, then i think they gave him like a list they was like this is a long ass list boss i think yeah the senator dude gave him a list so like it is ridiculously silly and simple in many areas mm-hmm. and i can definitely see that as a as a downside for a lot of people anything else yes uh one more thing mm-hmm. and like in this i just kind of i understand what you're saying but it's one of about being over the top but even like the military crew it was like some of them was typical military people mm-hmm. i missed the three and i got to be you was like dog calm down calm, calm down calm down like like your response is so over the top it's like if i ain't doing something i'm, I'm bored my dick get harder i got you know i was like oh no so but that goes back to that over the top thing you know i right. you know it's one of those things where if they would have been more calmer i i would have felt like oh even though you knew they're gonna die because you know it's a, it's a possible white man movie mm-hmm. if some of the characters wouldn't have been so over the top and they would have been more organized you'd be like oh they're gonna give him a run for his money I'd, I'd have felt more like oh this is actually going to be a more of a battle for him but because they just made them so over the top and so ridiculous you're like oh okay all y'all about to die most of the book of y'all about to die 
yeah another thing i'll throw out there too is that the like it's very guy humor it reminds me of like a mark Wahlberg type movie where like all the jokes are like this person's fat uh this hot this this woman is ugly but you know i bet you want to fuck that meal <laughs> like it's a lot of dude bro dude bro humor that they clearly you know there's no like it's just to get you to the next scene and there's really nothing clever in these scenes and and i'm sure it's what these meathead type dudes would be talking about in these cars but it felt just kind of like a waste of conversation um with a lot of this stuff it's like a lot of like you you're gay type of jokes yeah and also uh the one main female character and she's a side character dana mm-hmm. she served no purpose really she was just kind of almost just there yeah i think she had her moment that they i mean like everyone in this fucking movie that's not jason statham basically gets killed so yes like she had her moment of like not going out you know soft quote unquote like she got betrayed but she was shooting the bad guys and the bad guys all had on armor and stuff but it was just kind of like some shit they were t- like it was there was nothing there obviously she couldn't be a love interest the movie's about a broken-hearted father that has an ex-wife like it wasn't right there was just literally nothing for her to do other than be like mm-hmm. the chick that works with the guys because they're all like hardcore you know kill them all armored guards mm-hmm. and anything else Mm-mm. all right let's write it zero to five what would you give it i had a ball i would give this movie a four uh i actually enjoyed it a lot uh like i said some of the ridiculous was almost too ridiculous as mm-hmm. much as that may sound but it didn't take away that much for the movie for me so i'm going to give this a four it was very enjoyable if you're like if you know what you're getting into you will come in going this shit is fun yeah for me i'm gonna give it two different scores on the possible white man scale i give it a five because yeah, that's true it's like jason statham and guy Ritchie, they do not miss in general i like a lot of their films when they're together um but this one in particular felt like such an homage to the impossible white man and his you know 75 body count and badass mm. music and and you know get shot five times but get back up and walk out the hospital and kill everybody like all that stuff was great um it's just like a movie that you want to watch make sense and be good it's like a two out of five three out of five like it's not yeah they didn't like there's no intrigue here there's no real like it's 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 more about the execution of the tropes than it is like hiding their hand and surprising you and shocking you with revelation so um that's what i would i would i would give it like i said like maybe a three two and a half out of five for just your average i want to watch a movie people but for your impossible white man fans yeah. fans of tom cruise and yeah all that type of shit this movie is amazing it's one of state those better impossible white man films it since is like transporter one and, and maybe mm-hmm. transporter two so yeah, yeah I, i'm a big fan of this film i'll definitely be watching it again yeah and so i think that's probably why i end up giving it a four because mm-hmm. you gave it two separate scores but if i had to combine mine like you say it would be that 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 strong four yeah all right 